Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Let's head to the Roman guest line. To talk to our guy, Jeremy Pond. We need to get the of details. the Action Network about the Kentucky Derby. So, Jeremy, thank you for joining the show. I have to ask you, what is your go-to fit when attending the Kentucky Derby? Well, it's good to be back on with you guys. Uh, I have never attended the Kentucky Derby, but I would say that I would like to, you know, share the fact that it's not bad wearing a pair of chaps and a nice... Uh, Ralph Lauren uh, top, little pink hat, and then uh, get one of those those hobby horses, you know, the little horses that's on a stick, and just ride it around. Well, Jeremy, hey, if me and the boys go, if I could get a babysitter for Saturday, I'll stop by Canada. <laughs> I'll pick you up. Me, you, we're staying at the inn at Wood Havern, okay? Can you can you send the babysitter up here? Because my wife just gave birth to our second child this past Wednesday. Well, congratulations. Oh congratulations. You ain't going to the Derby. You got dad duty. I think my you should still eight. go. You should still go, I just go, give my Jeremy. kid the iPad. I'm like, see you next Wednesday, bud. Take I think this kid. is the perfect time yeah. to go, honestly. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a uh, turn of events. We have a two-year-old who turned uh, two on the 26th of April, and the baby was born. Our son was born on the 27th of April. You so won't forget. We've got a... No, and our wedding anniversary is April 25th, if you believe that. 25th, 26th, 27th? They're loading up April a little a little heavy, Jeremy. You might have that's to stagger a, this moving forward. That's a family natural hat trick, if you want to call it. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Honestly, like, you guys, never mind. I'm not going to say anything inappropriate on the air. All about right, that's, t- that's the at 10 o'clock. The <laughs> that's at 10 o'clock, so, Jeremy, if you want those comments, <laughs> you come back me, later. Just hit me in the DM. I'll hit, hit you in the, the, DMs, hit you in the DMs with it, yep. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your favorite plays yeah. in the Kentucky Derby? Please break it all down to us. What do you love? What do you hate? Uh, give it to us. Uh, t- tell us to us. Tell it to us, rather, like we know nothing about the Derby. Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting Derby because of the fact that there aren't, there isn't a real clear-cut favorite. Um, the morning line favorite went to Zandon. He's the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes winner. Uh, he's 3-1. to one. I imagine he's going to sit around three to one, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if he went off at four. If you can get a horse that goes off at four to one for the Derby, that's a good price because he's going to pay $10 on a $2 bet. So I, I think this is one of those races, obviously with the, with, with the Kentucky Derby field, it's 20 horses leaving the starting gate. Uh, it's all about the trip. These horses aren't all, they aren't separated by a whole lot, but it really comes down to the kind of trip you get in the post position you get out of the gate. So a lot of these horses will lose the race in the first quarter mile. By the time they get the clubhouse turn, I could, I could tell you there's at least eight, ten horses I know that will not win at that point. And you just hope that your horse isn't, you know, one of them or hope that that horse isn't part of one of your exotic plays, like a triple, I'm sorry, trifecta or exacta, superfecta, things like that. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a wide open field. Um, if I'm leaning right now, I mean, we're, we're a few days out, uh, not till Saturday. I think post time is at 6.57 p.m. Eastern yeah. from Churchill Downs. Um, I'm lean. I, I kind of like the favorite, which is not the usual route I go with the Kentucky Derby. I don't. I don't like the chalk typically, but 
he was brilliant in the bluegrass stakes. He had a horrible trip, just like I talked about in the, with a derby race. You don't want to have bad trip because you're going to lose. Well, jockey Flavian Pratt guided this horse through so much traffic and then actually won going away and kind of geared down toward the end. I was, it was a shocking run. Um, I expected him to finish top two, uh, but I was very surprised of that kind of effort and finish he put in. So I, I'm leaning toward him at this moment. A lot of things can change. The track can come up sloppy, muddy. There could be scratches, you know, horses defecting, things like that. Um, but I do think that there is, there is value, and I know that's the three you want to hear. You want to hear some value plays here. Um, perfect example, smile happy. I was horses, just about to ask you, 20 to 1. Yep, and he's right now on my on my on my pre derby top ten. He's my number two horse. I have a big derby futures on him that I placed back in November. Um, his sire is Run Happy, fantastic horse. He's a great sire now too. Run Happy was owned, is still owned, I believe, in partnership with his breeding um, his breeding stable with, by Mattress Mac. Jim Mac oh wow, friend of show, friend of show, Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac came in came in with a with a sizable uh, bet on the first round of futures. I think back in November on Smile Happy, I put one on there too just because I like the bloodlines. Um, he's always I just think he's sitting on a big race. I'm not a fan of the jockey. Um, I, I feel like they could have gone maybe found somebody who's a little more seasoned, a little more experienced on the Churchill Downs um, track, somebody who's who's had more success there. Um, and I thought he ran a couple of bad races where I thought the jockey put him in some bad spots. Now, in the Bluegrass Stakes, I said to our, my, my co-action uh, network handicapper, Andy Biancone, I think that the winner of the Kentucky Derby is going to come out of the Bluegrass Stakes. It's either going to be Sandin or Smile Happy. And if you want more value, it's Smile Happy at 20 to 1. I just think he's sitting on a big race, um, you, know, you know, right there. And then there's right behind it, there's another 20 to 1 shot. I like number 8, Charge It. Finish second in the Florida Derby down at Gulfstream Park. A horse to describe a horse when they're running when they're running green it means they are just all over the track. They're not focused. They're straying. They're going left. They're going right. You can see the jockey just busting his tail trying to get this horse to straighten out. And that's kind of what happened for Charge in the Florida Derby. He, he got going, came you know went back a little bit coming around the far turn, you know hitting to the house stretch, and then hit another gear. And I thought he was going to wind up catching White Abario, the eventual winner. Uh, who's also in the Derby, didn't catch him. But if you watch that replay of the Florida Derby, just go to YouTube and check it out. The horse is all over the race. And I give the jockey credit for just keeping, you know, keeping the horse in line to get up for second. If this horse has any sort of work, any sort of positive work breaking from the gate, um, has found his focus, he is a live play. I do not see him going off at 20 to 1 in this race. I'd probably lean more toward 12 to 14. I think he'll be the wise guy horse of this field. Um, but that's uh, that, that's the other that's that, that's the third horse I really like. And then finally, Epicenter. He was going to be the prohibitive Derby favorite. He's the second choice right now, largely in part because he drew the three hole. It's a terrible slot. He's got speed to him from the outside with a Japanese horse named Summer Tomorrow, who's going to gun for the lead. You know that he's going to go to the front. So that's going to force Epicenter to take a shot. He's going to either have to go, sit back, and hope he doesn't get jammed against the rail at the club. You know, going to the clubhouse turn. Or he's going to fall back, and he's going to be out of it. So he's got a jockey's going to have an extremely interesting path to take to get this horse clear of any problems. I don't like the post position. I'm going to use him in the exotics, but I'm not going to play him to win. Um, I just feel like the Louisiana Derby winner is just—he's it, compromised. He's post compromised, and that is a big, big problem. You do not want to be pinned on the rail 
the one slot, the two slot, the three slot, which is just brutal positions. And Mo Donical, the Wood Memorial winner, uh, is on the one, the one, the one rail, uh, on the post, um, the one post. And the last winner, I believe, the, of the Derby to come from the number one post might have been Ferdinand in 1986, if I remember correctly. Um, so it's just a, Jeremy, you, we got to get some questions rail, to you instead of we got we to ask questions. Me and Ryan, we're fighting. I'm ready. We're fighting over who's going to ask you questions. I'm over here wanting to just rib you about Everton. I don't even have time to yeah. do that right now. You already know what time it is. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, no. We got one minute, Jeremy. Only <laughs> one minute, 60 seconds. I was going to ask you really quickly, okay? So picking the winner of the last three derbies, three of the last four has been pretty easy. You just go with the Bob Baffert horse. Obviously, he's suspended, but he still has two horses that he previously trained. Uh, he has an assistant. Tim Yakestein, I yep. believe, is the guy's name that's taken over. Are we looking at either of those horses to kind of continue that trend or no? Because Baffert's not involved. Yeah, I think they're both live because, you know what, I, I firmly believe that Baffert, quote-unquote, isn't involved. Exactly. Baffert Thank you. Yachty. Okay, so <laughs> someone's calling the shots most likely, and it's, you know, whether it's cell phone or FaceTime or whatever it may be. The one is, is Tyba. That's the one you want to look at. He's 12-1. to 1. He won the Santa Anita Derby. Messier is the second horse, this horse that came out of that Derby as well. Tyba beat him pretty handily, but Messier – is eight to one. He's got better odds. If you're going to look at anyone, it's going to be Tyba. He's twelve to one of the two. And Trista, we don't talk about Burnley either. So no, we, we don't, don't talk about Burnley. You guys are going to get relegated. Right. Everton's getting regu- relegated. <laughs> Jeremy, thanks so much, man. We're exactly. up against the clock. We got the heart out. We don't want to. We don't want to leave you hanging. Thank you so much for everything yes. that you do and no for problem. all the plays. I'm betting all Great those. Talk. Um, guys, I'm going with the Baffert horses. He's still involved. He just he's, can't go there. He just can't. He just can't go there. It's like. Tampering. He looks, and he looks like Will Ferrell in uh, Eastbound and Down in the Kenny Powers show. <laughs> That's who he reminds me of. Did Jeremy Pond bring up a racer from 1860? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Unsolicited? <laughs> this guy's good, man.